0: Joining us for a look at what you can see in this centennial year relating to World War I in Britain are Blue Badge guides Tom Hooper and Gillian Chadwick. They're both from London, and Roy Nichols. He's a guide and historian who lives in Dorset in the south of England. Tom, Gillian, Roy, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure, Rick. You're very welcome. So the, the Western Front was the, the uh, scene of unprecedented slaughter, and Britain was right in there with it. How is England remembering this 100th anniversary of World War I? Well,
1: there's a whole series of commemorations beginning this year, 2014, and it'll go right through until 2018, commemorating, because it isn't a celebration, commemorating the various battles and their progressions through the years. Are there traditions that, that live on to this day that
0: remember certain wars? I, I know I've been in London when people are wearing poppies and this sort of thing.
2: By far, the most clear commemoration is in November, and it's the National Remembrance Day, closest to 11th of November, the Sunday. Mm-hmm. This year's will be really big, and the poppy is the symbol of remembrance. A, a Canadian colonel died in pneumonia towards the end of World War One. He wrote this poem called In Flanders Fields, and he noticed that the poppies grew amongst the disturbed soil of the graves and it's become the great symbol of remembrance and respect there are poppy wreaths on every memorial all over the country and every village has its own especially first world war memorial with the names of those killed so when you're if you're in britain in november you're likely to see people yeah. wearing poppies you're likely to see from probably october onwards yeah, really yeah. Yeah.
3: something that's really moving is what they do at westminster abbey all around the the grass around the abbey they have miniature crosses with poppies on, ah. and it looks like a war cemetery in miniature.
0: Now, Gillian Chadwick, when I'm in London, a very powerful memorial is, is sort of an understated memorial, the Cenopath, right there on, on Whitehall. Mm-hmm. Describe that.
3: It's uh, in the middle of the, the street. It has the flags of the Royal Air Force, the Navy, and the Army, and that's the focus during the Sunday commemoration. Always a member of the royal family comes uh, laser wreath, and representatives of all the regiments, plus the prime minister.
0: Now, most war memorials that I can recall have some association with the church or, or, or with God, but this cenotaph has no religious
1: uh, no,
3: no. iconography no, it's on it. No, a Greek is that? word, meaning empty hmm. tomb. Empty tomb. Yes.
2: The unknown warrior in Arlington, unknown soldier, but we call
0: unknown warrior, and um, here is the equivalent. He's buried in Westminster Abbey. And then there were so many different people fighting for Britain that you don't even yes. know for sure what his, what his religion might have been. No. He's completely anonymous. And that, is that the reason the Cenotaph is um,
2: yes. not yes. in a particular yeah. religion? Yes, quite deliberately mm-hmm. chosen that way. There is one additional major thing this year. The last of the remembrance services in Flanders took place last year, and they brought soil from each of the places over to England, and they're opening a memorial garden in London
0: which will be the focus of Memorial. It is hard to fathom. It's hard for an American to fathom losing nearly a million people in a war, especially when your population is one quarter our mm. population. How can we get our brains around that?
1: And I think it still resonates down the years because I come from a family of so many where both my grandfathers fought in the First World War. And their stories and their experience filtered down to my father, who was also a World War Two veteran. Mm-hmm. And he had the strange paradox of actually... Seeing World War One as more tragic and more important in his own way than his own fighting throughout the Second World War, I think it made such a lasting appearance impression on people. We did.
0: And this because was a war during. that everybody jumped into. It was the war to yeah. end all wars. It was almost a yeah. celebratory war. Oh, and and, we, and we tend to, s- to start with. To start with, mm-hmm. yeah. And,
1: we
3: tend, it to see it, and yeah. we
1: tend to see it in the perspective of the 20s and 30s, that post-war period when mm-hmm. disillusionment set in. But at the time, in 1914, really right through almost until the, the end of the war, mm-hmm. there was still popular support amongst politicians mm-hmm. and amongst the population for this war. A little village called Stanton.
2: Mm-hmm. And in the church... The screen which separates the congregation from the altar was a memorial to those people who died, the young men particularly who died in the village in World War I. And every Sunday when they go to church, they would be faced with this memorial.
0: That's the strength of the grief afterwards. So, in a little village, anywhere in England, yeah. really, you would have on the screen by the altar in the front of the church the names of it's, the boys. It's the that whole. Guide. It's the whole screen. The that whole screen. Was memorial. Mm. This is one thing I do whenever I'm traveling in Britain or France is or Germany is I go to the in the town I look for the World War One uh, memorial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the smallest town, you'll have fifty, sixty names on that. Even the smallest mm-hmm. village, yeah. and you just there was not a family that escaped. World War I in these no. major countries. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're uh, remembering World War I, 100 years after it started with uh, three English tour guides Tom Hooper, Gillian Chadwick and Roy Nichols. Our phone number is 877-333-7425 and Donna's calling in from Oldsmar, Florida. Donna, thanks for your call.
3: Thank you, Rick. Um, my question is what special exhibits will be open during the 100th anniversary? Where and when will they take place? The Imperial War Museum in London has got special exhibitions commemorating the hundredth anniversary. Uh, this is art exhibitions, World War One art. Uh, I think there's a new gallery. There is a new gallery. Yeah, there's a new gallery at completely. the Imperial War Museum. Yes,
0: that's a great visit, anyways, yeah. anytime, oh, especially yeah, for World War One. Yeah, and now will be an even more exciting year to visit. Absolutely. That. Anything else going on?
2: I think you can also probably expect to see it in the theatre, Donna. The going to be productions of a number of plays. War Horse is the obvious one in London. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you can expect to see productions of things like, Oh, What a Lovely War. I understand the uh, English National Ballet is doing Lest We Forget. Yes, that's also. Mm -hmm. And I think all around the country there will be particular emphasis on trying to show people
0: how... The impact of world war one was and what it meant at the time you know donna i would think anywhere you go in england you'll find photo exhibits and and local memorials the the, the museums the history museums will have special yeah. exhibits mm-hmm. and so on and while you're in london there'll be lots going on the tate modern mm-hmm. has the hundred years later uh, exhibit if you want to do some research in a spare
2: moment the national archives have just put one and a half million letters from world war one
0: on view wow online. that's fascinating where is yeah. that now National Archives. The National yeah. Archives. Yeah. That yeah. would be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Donna, thanks for your call. Thank you. And Ellie's on the line in Los Angeles in California. Ellie, thanks for your call.
3: Oh, you're welcome. I traveled in England last September, and I was really deeply moved by the World War I memorials in every village. Um, Tom just mentioned Stanton, and I remember when I was there that my host said that every male resident in that village went off to fight, and not a single one returned. Could the guide say a bit more about how the women in the communities coped with such a shocking and devastating loss? Well,
1: it was the first time that women had a role in the workplace because there were so few men, young men around, so few men around, that they had to take on much of the role that the men had taken beforehand. And, of course, this was very, very new in British society. Mm-hmm. So working in factories... On the buses, on the trains, all of these sort of roles were taken over. And I think children probably grew up very, very early. And
0: and in fact, some of the roles taken over by children as well. If my memory serves me correctly, the Imperial War Museum is more than just your typical war museum that celebrates big guns. But it talks
1: about the social impact of a war and the impact on women and children and the aftermath of the war. It humanizes it. Uh, And I think the role of women uh, really has been recognized because quite close to the cenotaph in Whitehall is the memorial to the role of women in war. it's so one new, of second, That's most, a new World memorial, World isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's second World War. Second World War. Yeah. Second World War. But yeah. it, it is that recognition that women had a role to play in wartime. Mm. And, you know,
0: when you do walk around London, you find memorials. There's this new yes. women's memorial to, to women who have yeah. been yeah. heroic yeah. in the wars, World yeah. War Two or World War One. Battle There's of e- Britain. There's Down
3: on the embankment, mm. which is That's the right. most beautiful mm. memorial I've ever seen.
0: There's even a memorial to the animals. There yes. Is. Animals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Park yeah. Lane. Park Lane, yeah. Yes. And I mm. just, whenever I walk around London, I pay attention to the memorials uh-huh. because London is very good at remembering yeah. its heritage.
2: One of the um, memorials to the artillery corps had a dead soldier sculpted by the side of it and it caused complete outrage afterwards because people couldn't deal with the idea of having the dead person there, it was more elevated to the glorious dead. And, Isn't that yeah. powerful? What mm-hmm.
0: memorial is that? That's the Archeria Memorial, which is Hyde Park, yeah. Park, Park Corner. Hyde Park Corner. Ellie, thanks for your call. Thank you. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're, we're considering how Britain is remembering World War I 100 years after its outbreak. Tom Hooper, uh, Gillian Chadwick, Roy Nichols, as Britain looks back 100 years after World War I, just for all of our listeners who may be pondering a trip to Britain in, in this coming year, What's a site or an experience or a memorial that has a particular uh, emotional impact on you, considering how Britain has l- suffered through these, these amazing wars? Uh, Tom Hooper? Uh,
2: because I live in London, it definitely has to be the tomb of the unknown warrior or the grave of the unknown warrior. The cenotaph? The, in Westminster Abbey. Oh, in West Westminster itself, Abbey. When you read about how this was done, it brings tears to the eyes every time. Mm.
0: Gillian Chadwick.
3: Uh, for me, it's definitely the miniature war cemetery that's laid out every year around Westminster Abbey with miniature crosses and poppies representing mm. all of the regimental deaths.
0: And that's every year? Every year. In November?
3: Yeah, all around Armistice Day.
0: So the the epicentre of all of this
1: memorialising is Westminster Abbey. Absolutely, yeah. And Roy Nichols. For me, it's the memorial I see virtually every day when I'm at home in my own village in Dorset, Shillingstone. There was a a campaign after the war to try and decide which community in Britain gave most of its young men. um, Not a competition in the true sense, but it was decided in the end that Shillingstone actually gave more of its young men... Per capita. Per capita than any other community in the whole of the United Kingdom. And a hundred years later, they're not forgotten. And they're not forgotten. And we have a ceremony every year, and people pass by the the memorial every day.
0: Well, a hundred years after the war that was heralded as the war to end all wars. We're still fighting wars, but let's hope yeah. we can uh, look at these memorials and remember and, and maybe make the promise of World War One someday come true. Yes. Tom Hooper, Gillian Chadwick, Ray Nichols, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through England, Scotland, Ireland, and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, we're featuring tours of the best of Ireland the best of Scotland, the best of England and London. For a free catalogue and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.